the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and Chrissy Van. That's me. And we're taking you on a little off-roading. And every single week, we're going to be joined by our dope friend, Rochelle from True Grit Moto. Woo! Hey, I floss. <laughs> and every week, we are going to ask each other stupid questions, and we're going to answer them. And why, you may ask? Because we can. All right. This is your Motivation. Off-road edition. All right. Okay. All right. Here's okay, my, okay. What's a fear of yours that you've challenged that fear? And how did that how did that go when you challenged that fear? Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> uh, any here? Anybody? I've got one. Uh I have a very strong fear of edges, not heights edges. So, and I definitely know it's not height related. I've paraglided, I've hang glided, been a a hot air balloon, jumped off shit. That part is fine. But the edges are what really scare the shit out of me. Like even it could be a subway platform edge. You'll notice I'll stand against the wall. And I had an opportunity through my employer to do the Via Ferrata, which is essentially, there's a couple of them in BC, but it's like rock climbing light. In essence, their Via Ferrata actually, I believe is Italian and translates to iron rungs. So they put these metal iron rungs in the mountainside. So you do a mix of rock climbing, but also you have this metal ladder to get up. But as I was traveling up, I did this in Whistler. So you're going up along the glacier side and it's amazing. And the views are huge and you're super high. And I literally just remember I was fine heading vertical But when I had to go horizontally, because some of them are a scramble over, you know that feeling where your heart falls out of your butthole? Oh, (laughs) yeah. And you immediately feel like you're going to wet yourself, but you're not sure. It's like your bladder is just like cramps outwards. (laughs) I literally can remember in my mind that moment because it was like I looked down and realized I'm perched on a mountainside edge. And it's not like anything would happen to me because... You are harnessed in. I was going to say, are you solo crazy? Oh, not only harnessed, I had a guide named Junichi, which I wouldn't have faced the fear without Junichi. Like, bless that soul, because I hung on to that horizontal scramble for so long. And he was just kind of like, you're good. We're going to do this. Nothing is changing from moment to moment. When you're ready, we're going to take this step. Junichi's the man and I owe it to him, but conquered the fear of edges that day because quite honestly, I could have hung out on that mountainside forever. And I'm pretty sure that my butthole is still on that mountain. Right. When you freeze in that terror, <laughs> just like I if you're I want to be anywhere anywhere but here. Anywhere <laughs> but here. It's like is- the artificial pee pantsing is what gets me. Like it oh. feels like you're peeing. Oh, right. But you're not like it's just the fear pee, the fake fear pee. <laughs> it also comes when you're almost having an orgasm. Sometimes you have that. Yes. Pee. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. It's not unlike. That's an edge I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go over that edge any day. Oh shoot, that's good. I love that, Michelle. What's yours? <laughs> okay, my fear. Um, I'm afraid of flying. Hmm. You know, I think there is lots to be said for your fear in flying, you know, fear of the plane not um, taking off, fear of the plane not landing. And I'm also very claustrophobic and like the doors shut. 
All right. But short, how have you I've, challenged these? You're just talking. Well, how have you challenged them? Have you put yourself in a tanning oh, yeah. bed for your claustrophobia? <laughs> you put- oh, Tell- tanning beds? <laughs> yes. Okay. I mean, okay. So what I did. Just ginger. I know tanning beds are not. Yeah. No bueno. <laughs> leaning into the spray tans, not the tanning beds. <laughs> that's, that's a ginger's worst fear. That should be the fear that you challenge. Anywho. I'm I saying I didn't do it. Okay. So flying. Yes. So I challenged, I challenged my fear of flying by doing exactly what you just said is putting myself in small spaces. Um, and like really, really grinding into why I was feeling so much fear in that. Um, and then I decided to just actually fly. I just said, you know what? I can't not fly. I have to do it. Um, and I went to the doctor and I said, you know, I'm really afraid of flying. Here's, here's my dealio. Oh, and they prescribed, okay. They prescribed me Ativan actually. I'd be more um, scared of t- taking the Ativan. I don't take a lot of medication. So I'd be like, well, this is, I don't even know what that horrible. adventure would feel like. Right. It was, it was, I, was, I would almost go. prefer. Yeah. I, I, well, I took, I took Ativan and here's the thing about Ativan. I don't know if if it's like this for everybody, but for me with Ativan, um, I took it and my, I was fully there, but I couldn't move. Oh God. That's way worse. Yeah. It was, it was like, I don't suggest it to anybody. I don't, I totally don't recommend it. So I was absolutely in the air, totally afraid and really couldn't speak to anybody because I was so out of it. <laughs> Paralysis. It's a nightmare. <laughs> That's a nightmare, quite literally. So I was yeah. in my room, so, but I couldn't move any limbs of my body. Right? This will cure you. We're just going to yeah. paralyze you in place yeah. as you experience your fear. All you will be able to do nothing. Yeah. Is your thought. So I never went back to that doctor again. And, but I, I fly all the time now because I don't do it on out of van. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just really, I fully experience it. I think all oh, is going to be great. And you know what the best, the best thing is, is that I actually ride in the back now, which has the most turbulence because I just like, I'm like, let's go full ride on this thing. And that's what I do. So would you say the out actually cured your fear? <laughs> Maybe the doctor yeah, I was knew. Like, there's nothing's going to be worse than this. Nothing's going to be worse than this. Like I, I I'll take it. That's fine. I'll never do that again. Oh, now I'm cured. Hallelujah. See, oh. all of our, all of our big fears have to do with like edges, heights that mine's also heights. Um, I get, and Oh God, anything that has, um, mine's height and edges. So if there's like, you're on the <laughs> edge of any kind of cliff or, Mount, I just, the, the stomach gets going. And so where I challenged it was we're in Vegas for a friend's wedding and I rallied a bunch of friends to all go to the, do you know, the stratosphere hotel where they have those rides on the roof? Yep. Yes. Big shot, the X scream and the sky jump. Now I don't know those off by heart. I Googled them right before this. So I had a reference. <laughs> like I'm very well versed. Yeah. I was like, you know, those rides sky jump. Like, no, just in case anyone <laughs> wants to Google them and check out the images. So I had seen them on TV or something prior to Vegas. And I was like, I'm going to do those. They were so fucking terrifying. The big shot. I remember when it shoots you in the air and 
you literally feel like you're getting shot into the abyss. And I remember my whole, everything inside my brain was like, you're dying. You're dying now. <laughs> you're dead. You're dead now. And I was just like, I'm dying. And I, <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> and then they lead you to the next ride, which was the one where it's like the little, the little like roller coaster track that rides right off the top of the roof. And then as if you're just going to like go off into the abyss and then it stops and jolts and then like ramps you back and forward. And that's horrible. Whoa, the sky jump is like an octopus arms that you're like, you're like facing, you're sitting upright. And then it's like, and all of a sudden the arms go out and you're just facing the abyss of the ground as they spin you like manically around. And I was just like, why am I doing this? Why have I chosen this for myself? Not once was I like, while you're in it, conquered it. I was just like, I'm worse for wear. I am. My fear is deeper. <laughs> like, not only did you just decide to try and conquer your fear, but you did it in a man-made piece of equipment. Like, some dude had to have some crazy mind to be like, well, I'm just going to assemble this together and shoot people off of it. And you're like, yep, that's the thing. Oh, yeah. Thing and I when you need to try. Yeah, when you walk into this hotel, it's not a fancy smancy place. And then no. you get to the roof and it you can tell that you're like, has there been maintenance? Has things been updated? And you've got this like 16 year old, you know, teenager that's just like, you getting on? And I was just like, what am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my adult life? Why am I making these life choices? And then, but I was like turning around to the 10 people I wrangled that didn't even know this place I don't think existed until now. And was like, come on, guys, let's do this. Everyone else was just like, I don't know why we did this. I don't know. Who's nobody else had a good time? Nobody. Um, I think a lot of them that weren't scared of heights was like, Yeah, that was a good time. But everyone was scared of heights was like, What have we done? Why have we done this? (laughs) Like, I remember my girlfriend Kim specifically, her and I just like bear claw you know hands together looking at each other like make this end make this end just terrified so yeah you know I wouldn't I don't know I wouldn't suggest it but I yeah no I just wouldn't suggest it can't be said you did it yeah you done did it you know what I done did it I done gone done it you done did I'm impressed I'm so proud of you oh you guys thank you all of us proud of us all <laughs> conquering the fears all right rochelle rochelle what's your question Yo. mo it's my turn hey good looking okay what's a f- wait that's <laughs> you can't even it. <laughs> i already i did it <laughs> oh no you didn't <laughs> We're just waiting in suspense. No, everybody's waiting. Your first question. Oh, are you looking it up right? I, I saved. No, I saved your question by accident. But don't worry, everything is good. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a person? It's very important stuff. Listen up, yeah, her. Do you have a person that you are so on a vibe with that you'd absolutely clean their butthole? No questions asked. Yeah, I love how this is your lead-in question. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, you know when you know because when I when I gazed over this question, uh, and that person's name immediately pops into your head, I was like, "Well, yeah, I do got that. I obviously have that person. It's my girlfriend Michelle. 
she is the person Aww. like there is a no question asked um yeah there's a no questions asked where you're just like yeah we're doing that and we've had to go dive deep in each other's bodies before for different issues where it was like a no questions asked one of them also happening in vegas but it was one of those like hey i lost something in there but i don't know what did and i was like all right got you girl <laughs> so yeah if if they're michelle hands down if you listen to this michelle love you girl <laughs> that's love I read this question and I, I, I had a moment of gratitude because I was like, <laughs> I felt like I had a bit of a butthole cleaning community come to mind. I was like, there's a lot of people that I feel I would do this for and vice versa. I feel like I'd be like, Hey, and I don't have a lot of shame. So maybe that's why, where I just be like, yep, they're in a pickle and I need some assistance or if vice versa, I'd be like, hell yeah. I have a friend in particular from my youth, Megan. I've known her since grade six. We have done all the things together. She's seen every single bad phase. And the thing that I I know is that not only would I get a butthole cleaning, but it would be one with tremendous humor. And it wouldn't be something where they would hold it over your head to embarrass you in public functions because you have to have protection, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. not only a butthole cleaning, but also butthole insurance. Yeah. Butthole I love that. That's a real strong crew. Hell yeah. I would, I would clean your buttholes. Yeah. You know what? Oh. I would hire someone to clean your buttholes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, in fairness, I probably gift you a tushy. It's a bidet yeah. add on. <laughs> I would definitely probably buy you the gift. I have, you know, <laughs> Moved yeah, on. There's Options a manual cleaning. <laughs> yeah, I would clean them, but I would expect a gift certificate in return. <laughs> you know, I think there's a lot of people actually whose buttholes I would clean. Like, I'm I'm pretty sure I would go to town, even though that it doesn't. I don't feel good in my stomach about. You know, I don't want to do it. But I think I think the list is smaller for people that would want me to do it. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> you would slip a finger or like you would make a joke or you, you know, like it would be like a comedy show. I'd like come in and like, like an outfit and like make a whole scene, I bet. And they'd be like, I can't with you. <laughs> like my butthole a voice. You'd give it like a name and a, an accent. Yeah. I'd like come in. I'd be like, you want your butthole cleaned? <laughs> come to me. You know, I'd be like Arnold Schwarzenegger or I'd like, I'd like really get in there. It would be really uncomfortable for them. 100%. But that's almost, that's part that's, of the fun. You know what? If you're having to, to do something uncomfortable, you might as well have a party doing it. Hell yeah. I think so that's what I was thinking. So you're my gal, Rochelle. <laughs> <laughs> call me. You guys call me anytime. I'll get yeah. all up in that. Don't even worry yeah. about it. So careful. fresh and so clean. Careful, clean. careful what you put out there. So <laughs> yeah. Dreams do come true. So get ready. <laughs> Dreams do come true. A dream is a wish your heart makes. Oh, uh, beautiful. I, I try. I try. Uh, all right. I uh, get ready for this. Mm-hmm. You go to sleep on December thirty first, twenty twenty one. You wake up, check your phone, and it says it's January first, twenty twenty one. After a couple of days, you realize it's Groundhog's Day. Wow, say that five times fast. What do you do with the information you have about 2021? Run. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get your hopes up. (laughs) 
<laughs> is it a run? Save yourself. Do you warn the people or are you just, you're just running? Where are you running to? Uh, oh man. I don't know. But here's my question. This is where I got a little confused. So you are just, so it's Groundhog's Day, kind of like the movie where you're just like living the same January 1st, every single day. The year. Oh, the entire. You're going to have the year. So it's like the year has just restarted. A lottery ticket. I would, I would, I would be like, oh, I, well, but I, I haven't necessarily carried. It's not like I carry the lottery numbers that won this year. (laughs) Yeah. You'd have to know. Yeah. It's not like it's um, back to the future where Biff has the whatever little book. Never seen it. Yeah. Okay. Well, those that have. (laughs) I hope you pick up that reference. If not, I don't have any information to win the lottery. <laughs> Got it. So that scraps any of my, I don't know. Cause I think a lot of everything that I would be pre-warned about is super depressing and sad shit. So I, it would just be like, hold on, hold on to your hat. Kingwell. <laughs> it's going to be a heavy year, but uh, you know, like, I don't know what I do. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if I change anything. I would do a good, I don't deed. think I'd change anything either. Now I know what I would change. I would tell all my friends and all their people that went out in January of last year and were like, look at my brand new stationary bike. Do you remember they were all over Instagram? And then I would tell them, be like, don't spend your money on that. It's going to be collecting dust by October because that's exactly what has happened. I would just save them. I would do the people's work. Those things were flying like hot socks. And by hot socks, I mean hot cakes. Like (laughs) (laughs) hot socks and hot cakes. Hot socks. (laughs) See, what what at first I was thinking what you meant was um when I read that question was if you were if you um if it was a time lapse groundhog day on now the year 2020, what would you tell yourself? Like, oh we're waking up to this pandemic and no one knows yet. I would just be like, look, you don't got to go to town on the TP. I promise you it'll be there. <laughs> like, Settle down. Like, totally. Well, and let's not remember, forget how that year started. 2020, Australia was on fire. Then they like confirmed UFOs and we were all like, oh, cool. Aliens. And then just moved on. And then the world shut down. Yeah. That but wasn't I, an accident. Wait a minute. Confirm aliens. Did you just like- say they confirmed UFOs? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, like the government finally. Well, the Canadian government came out like seven years ago. I watched it with my own eyes. Um, the uh-huh. like head of like national security and stuff. And then it was like a week later that video was gone real quick. Yeah, and, and the other like everyone in Parliament's faces were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like he was like, "Yeah, there's the gray man. People need to know this. This can't be held under wraps any longer." And then the U, I think it was the U.S. that came out and finally, you know, confirmed and was like, "On." Yeah. They're like, "Yeah." We've known they've been here. We, you know, it was the oh U.S. military God. that came out and their UFO report did not confirm or rule out alien activity. But the actual mm-hmm. UFO identified objects. They were like, yep, that happened. Wow. That just blew my mind. Right. There you go. <laughs> Guys, I had no I, I had no freaking idea. That is okay, we just time warped and we gave information <laughs> to somebody. We did it. We did it. We just did it. Oh, I'm so man, proud. That was great. 
<laughs> good deeds. What are you going to do with this information? <laughs> I tell you what, I'm just going to shit out of this when she gets off. Yeah, no, Christy just messaged it to me. And you know what? I'm going to be all over this program. I had no idea. I always believed in aliens. I mean, how could you not? You know what I mean? Well, and I think that most people have trouble comprehending just how vast the universe is. I mean, I can't even comprehend it, but I know it's just, and like, I think it's naive to think that we're the only ones hanging out and we're the best the universe has got. I don't know. Oh, come on. And correct me if I'm wrong, but we've all been, some of us have been touched. I know. I know it. I know they have. I include myself on that one. I actually agree with you. If I, if there's a, I believe that I can't see that, that statement would be it. You just went off-roading with the Motivation Podcast, hosted by Lori Joy Kingwell and myself, Chrissy Van. And of course, a special thank you to Rochelle from True Get Moto. Whoop, lost it. Never miss an episode by hitting like or subscribe. Connect with us on Instagram, a motivation podcast, and visit our website at themotivation.com. And in the meantime, full tags, full throttle. I think this is good though. It's like healthy, you know, like people will be like, oh my God, I don't want- floss. <laughs> floss to be so hard not to laugh to get through this intro. <laughs> <laughs>